head downstairs. Lenny Hayes, assistant coach at St Kilda, joins us in the build-up to the Saints and the Tigers. We're just 70 minutes away. Lenny, thanks very much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. Big game today. I mean, it's a big game every week, but particularly uh, the way the ladder's shaping, this is a big one. Yeah, it certainly is. I think, you know, the way the competition is, is at the moment, it's uh, every game... There's a lot on the line, and, and it's no different for us today. Up against a, a really good outfit in Richmond, and yeah, we're going to have our work cut out once again. We've got uh, Nick uh, Butler and also Mick Barlow to ask you a few questions, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny, Mick Barlow, good to talk to you. The, a quick one on, uh, obviously, the former coach, Ross Lyon. I take a fairly uh, strong interest in his media conferences throughout the week, <laughs> and he's mentioned that he's been quite cuddly, and there has been opportunity for, for some harder-edged reviews in recent time. W- was this week... One of those off the back of a um, you know, performance where you were right in the game last week without getting the ultimate result. Yeah, you're, you're right, Mick. Yeah, he has um, no doubt he's, he's been a little bit more cuddly, but as the season's gone on and, yeah, after the weekend, you know, we, we thought we were really good for a half and then um, just the way that Carlton were able to overrun us in that last quarter was, was quite disappointing, especially from a midfield point of view where they just got on top around clearance and we... Just really struggled to, you know, stem the flow there for a while. So, yeah, we, re- we reviewed really strongly and, um, you know, look forward to a, a better performance tonight or today. Lenny, having a look at the ins, the skunk memory gets a chance today. G. Ross has made him work for it. Are you uh, confident that he can hit the ground running after being included today? Yeah, yeah, really excited to see him and, and Big Max um, play together for the first time this year. So... You know, they were, they were a really good combo last year. We just haven't been able to get them on the park at the same time. But you're right, yeah, Tim's been, you know, sort of back at the VFL level for a couple of weeks. And he, he also had a good block of training just with his knee issue that he's had for most of the year that we just felt like he needed needed some good run, run under his belt to be able to come back in and play the sort of role that he does. He's, he's not that sort of standard deliver type forward. He needs to be able to work up and down the ground. And, and he gets a lot of people with his work rate. So we, we feel like he's, you know, really well placed to have an impact today. And looking at the... Tigers ins, uh, the old number four, Dusty Martin returns. I'm sure there's been a little bit of uh, time uh, sitting around the whiteboard for the coaching staff, working out who gets the big job. Can you give us maybe one or two players that might get a crack at it today? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Obviously, like Cochin, um, not quite ready to come back in. Um, no doubt he'll spend time through the midfield, I think. Now that, it, like, since Andrew McGold has taken over, he's been more of a mid, um, but he has that ability to go forward as well. So we've got a plan when he goes forward and when he's a deeper forward, you know, guys like Jimmy Webster, you know, Stocker, probably going to spend some time on him when he comes into the midfield. you just got to watch his, you know, his spread forward and he's just so dynamic around the ball that we're going to have to put some time into him. But, you know, their midfield's a little bit like that. You put time into him and then Torino gets off the leash or, you know, Shy Bolton's another one that can really hurt you. So... We're going to have to be on our, on our toes and, and we've got a few plans for a couple of guys if they do get, do get off the leash a little bit. But we also want to back our guys in to respond after last week. So it should be a really good battle through the middle. Lenny Mitch Owens. Oh, I, I'm fascinated by this, this guy. He is a competitor. Again, I heard Ross throughout the week refer to him as one of the toughest, if not the toughest, he, he's coached, unwavering his com- on his commitment to the ball. So we see some nice stuff and see his skill and talent, but what's under the hood is, um, is pretty special. Yeah, it is, Mick. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's a beauty. He's he's just so um, so disciplined to the roles that he plays. And actually, pre-season, he did a lot of pre-season training as a mid. And then we had quite a lot of injuries, um, you know, has been well noted. And he had to go forward. And he just he's just played that role so well. He just wins one-on-ones. He competes. You know, he's, he's probably not the 
the silkiest of players, but geez, what he what he creates, he just creates you know carnage around the contest, and he's got that ability to win it from the inside and get it to the outside and, and bring some of our runners into play. So, you know, he's even been second ruck for us at, at times, and he might do a little bit of that again today. So, and you know, last week he spent the the first half in the midfield. I thought he did he did quite well. He's, a, he's an extractor and he makes things happen when he's in there. So he's a really good player, and I think he's. He's a player that you know the fans are going to love seeing for the next sort of ten to fifteen years. And I'd heard a lot uh, throughout my career of Ross's love for you. And uh, now that you're in the coaching seat, um, Mitch Owens, I'd imagine, would be one of the ones up the top of the list at the moment for Ross and yourself. Who else in this group um, are you guys gravitating towards as, as the top tierers in terms of favourites? Yeah, oh, look, <laughs> Rossy's always got a couple. I, I think it was overplayed, mate, that made the, the slow inside mid, and I think that, that was blown up a bit. He, he loved, Doing your recovery in Tasmania. Uh, no, what look, there's, there's a couple of guys like, you know, obviously Jack Sinclair, that ability to play down back, and then, um, you know, he, yeah. he's been, had that ability to come in the midfield as well. He loves, you know, Cal Wick, Wilkie, the guys that can really lock down and just give great effort. So there's a number of guys that mm. I think Rossy's taking a fancy to. Uh, Lenny, we know this is a really important game uh, for the Saints, the finals aspirations today, but uh, the man sitting in the opposite coaching box, you've had a lot to do with. Deep down inside, are you sort of um, feeling for Andrew McWalter and hoping that he can keep impressing and, and win this job? Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he has a, a really tough one today. <laughs> I hope he has a really poor day today. But um, no, I think he's I think he's been amazing in what he's been able to do, and he's been in, in the system a long time now in terms of the coaching ranks. And I think he's just carved out a really good CV. And I think if it doesn't go his way this time, I think it's not too far away. I think he's destined to be a senior coach and a very good one. And just been really impressed and, and proud of him as a mate of, of what he's been able to do after over the last couple of months. Did you think, Lenny, he was going to be a senior coach when you played with him? No, nah, no, not not his first year. Like, he, you know, he came down to um, and he boarded at, at Caulfield Grammar and, you know, BJ really took him under his wing, but he was just this little rat bag in his first year. And I thought, geez, I don't know if this bloke's going to stay on the list like, for <laughs> two or three years, let alone become a senior coach. But he was always a very smart footballer. He always a really good team player. And he was always very um, aware of other people and, and what they were going through. And I think you see that with his emotional intelligence and the way that he's been able to deal with players. And I saw his um, a little bit of his speech um, after Trent Cochin spoke to the to the group and you know, just really impressive person and um, knows his footy and yeah, it won't be long before he's a senior coach. I've got two more. First, one to you, being back at St Kilda and being back as an assistant coach, has it been everything you'd hoped it would be? Oh, it's been brilliant. Yeah, it's been it's been great. I did have a couple of years out and I yeah. wasn't sure whether I'd whether I'd come back. And then, you know, footy is one of those things that you can never really say, you know, you, that you're never going to be back. And it just uh, through circumstance and a little bit of change at the club. Uh, there was an offer there and it probably coincided with my wife being pretty homesick and wanting to come back to Melbourne. So the stars aligned there. And, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome, like, just working with Ross and Robert Harvey, Corey Enright, really good coaching group, Brendan Goddard, and, and just the, the playing group too who are so keen to learn and, and get better and take the club forward. So I've enjoyed it. You don't want to give too much credit to BJ. He's only yeah. a small impact on you, not, not like the others. Uh, he's, he's in charge of the goal kings, so we'll see how they go today. They've been a bit off lately. So. Okay. And, and just the final one, you kind of touched on it before, but the... We've been talking a bit today about the, the role of the tagger, and I guess Finn McGuinness has sort of made it uh, sexy again. Even yesterday here we had uh, Curtis Taylor tag, Zach Merritt was a real sort of hard tag. Do you think it'll come back? Ross has got a history of, of using them. Uh, do you think it's something that will come back significantly or just at times? 
No, I, th- I think there's still a place for it. Like, I you know, coached uh, an ex-teammate of Mick Barlow's in Matt DeBoer up at the Giants, and yeah. he was he was unbelievable at it. And I think it's a real weapon and asset to have it. I think you need to have the, the right type of person, the you know, that, that task-focused person who's really disciplined, you know, really fit, um, smart players who, who know how to work the angles and how to take the edge off better players. So we've used, you know, Marcus Winhager in that role at, at different times throughout the year. He's probably gone more to half-back now. Um, but I think there's still a place for it, especially up against some of the, you know, the better midfielders in the comp. Thanks for spending some time with us just an hour before the bounce. Good luck today. No worries, guys. Thank you. Lenny Hayes, St Kilda assistant coach. And it's great to have Lenny back in the system. We thought he was lost to the game after he sort of not walked away. We kind of walked away from it. Yeah, after some time up at the Giants. Yeah, doing a great job with St Kilda. I love to see. Didn't ask. Sometimes we can ask about too many players, but Brad Crouches here. I think there's been some some real shift in, in these players that. Again, Ross probably comes in and you think, oh, how's Brad Crouch going to go? Is it just you know, one or two years and then you drop the next weight. guy's in? Yeah, but he's, he, he cut, didn't he? He dropped yeah. the weight. Um, he's running well. He, again, I'd, I'd think he'd be winning, if not... Sinclair, if, In the top Crouch. three, if yeah. not uh, winning the St Kilda Best and Fairest. I agree. With so he's, Cal Wilkie about He's averaging well. around about 28 disposals a game, but... There's a game here a couple of weeks ago where he had 30 and kicked four goals. Yeah. And it just seems that last five or six weeks he's he's really Using it better. Well, last year could could burn the ball. Yeah. He looks happy as well. He's uh, happy, relaxed. Um, I'm a facial man. <laughs> he looked in the eyes. No crouch a little bit from his so time he's in Adelaide. Than... Well, he um, didn't finish well at the Crows. No. He, he, he butted heads a bit with Matty Nix, and you could tell there there is a stressed look on a footballer at times. He's lost that. He, all the head noise is gone, and he knows he's valued, and he, he knows uh, that he can, if he applies himself, can get close to 30 touches every week. He's a happy, fit footballer. Halftime at Launceston between the Bulldogs and the Hawks. Hawthorne, 4-8-32, trailing the Bulldogs 6-5-41. So the dogs just can't shake the Hawks at the moment. Just when it looks like the dogs are starting to get away from them, Hawthorne uh, seem to be able to answer. So a nine-point lead to the dogs at halftime. We'll take a break here from Marvel Stadium as the build-up continues. We're one hour away from the opening bounce between the Saints and the Tigers.